Welcome to another episode of All That I Know. So this week, I was supposed to talk about gaslighting, but the whole week I felt very unmotivated, so I haven't prepared anything. Um, I also have been just lay down, <clears throat> lying down in my bed and just have been reading a lot. And my computer also broke down, so I wasn't very motivated um, to do anything. Not, I'm not saying that um, computers and laptop are the reason that I'm motivated to do some work. But yeah, a lot of unwanted things happened this week, so I am just burned out, even though I didn't do anything. And I just spend time on my bed just reading and so I thought well I'll just skip this week and not talk about anything but I also feel like this is the part of me that I should also let everyone know that sometimes we have um, days when we don't feel inspired and motivated so this week what I am going to talk about is what I read so I was going to do like an episode on book reviews growing up I read a lot I would read like intense chapter book in middle school but as I grow up I think everyone can relate that we lost our brain cell so yeah I stopped reading for a long time and then I just started again um, during the pandemic which I would like to uh, make a book review of every books that I read. Um, this week, though, I did finish the Shadow and Bone trilogy, uh, the Grisha trilogy, and it was really good. Um, and it really left me inspired, I guess, in a way to read again. I could not put it down. I feel like I am saying a lot of... Uh, or I'm just um, pausing a lot because like uh, what I'm gonna talk about is totally unplanned so maybe like what I'm saying might not make sense I don't have an outline or like nothing is scripted so I'll just say whatever I want basically so um, whether you are on your bed slouching like me or working or um, doing house chores, uh, whether or not you're interested in Shadow and Bones trilogy, you can listen to it like as an entertainment. As I mentioned before, it the book isn't itself isn't that thick or intense. It's very easy to understand, and the chapters are short, and the um. Like, there aren't also a lot of chapters. I cannot bring myself to read books, like um, fantasy books or any other kind of books, really. Uh, I just have been having, like, a brain block. I don't know how, we, how do we call it. Like, I cannot comprehend any words that I read. But this book was really interesting, and I read them to days per book there were three books and the plot is um i'll try to not give so much spoiler so there's this girl named alina 
she lived in Ravakan, a city called Ravakan. And then there's this group called Grisha. So Grisha are like witches and witch, yeah, witches. Um, and they're actually, they don't really um have magic, I guess, in some way. They just manipulate the science around them. You know what I mean? So there are also different level of Grisha. So the there are Grisha who works in with this um human body it's just with the science element the grisha who work with like the environmental science the grisha who works with um like making stuff uh, making clothes making ship so it's just human that can manipulate science not really like magic so among them there's this one grisha who is called uh darkling and he, his um, ancestor, one of his ancestors, uh, was like a bad guy. And then he make this thing called the fold, which is like a block of blackness, darkness. And then there are monsters. So if you want to cross that fold, you might be eaten by a monster. And that fold and those monsters cannot be defeated until there is like true sunlight in some ways so legend has it that um there is a person called sun summoner so who can summon the sun and that person is going to save Ravaka from the fold and all those monsters so it happens that Alina is the sun summoner and she actually is an orphanage and that orphan wow she's an orphanage she's an orphan and she grew up with her best friend Mel. So they're in the same orphanage. Mel's also an orphan. And then they uh, kind of grew up together. And they're like childhood uh, best friends. One day there was a ship that has to cross a across the fold. So since Mel is a tracker. And he's the best one in his group. He has to go. He had to go. And Alina also she had to go in the books. But um in the movies she kind of volunteered to go and while being on that ship the there was an accident that happened and the monster attacked them uh the monster name is volcra i don't know if i pronounced that right so it attacked them and it it almost hurt mel in some way and then when alina saw that she she sorry she went out to save him but during the process of saving him, um, he was captured also by those monsters and then it kind of ripped her skin. So when her skin was ripped, uh, there were pure sunlight coming out of her body. So they call her back to the little pa palace where all the Grisha lived, all the people who can manipulate science and who can kind of use code magic unquote Mel only knew that uh, Alina was abducted by like the Grisha and he actually didn't know in the book he didn't know that she had power until like the end of the book kind of the end of the first book so yeah and so uh, Alina she arrived to the little palace with uh, Darkling 
<sighs> so, I mean, I kind of want to tell the story, but I don't really want to spoil a lot of, a lot of it. I watched the series on Netflix first, um, because it was so popular, so I watched it. And then I knew that there was a book, there were books, and I was really hesitant to read it at first. Um, I thought they were really difficult to read, but it's so easy. And even though if you have watched, you still like should read the book because it's so good. So, uh, the Darkling. So if you watch the Netflix series, you know that the Darkling is played by Ben Burnett. He, which he like slay the ro- role. Um, I also heard that even in the audition, like so many people came for the audition, but as soon as they saw him, Ben Burnett, and they're like. Oh yeah, that kind of makes sense, like, that he played the Darkling, because, like, he looked so good, and, like, because of him, when you watch the Netflix adaption, uh, you kind of want to like the Darkling, like, he, he looked like he's a teenager in love, even though he is, like, so old, because Guisha can live really old, and, like, the more they use their power, the longer they can live. That's like how we shall live. So I just wanna okay, so that is the Shadow and Bone, the book one. So I, I won't continue anymore because if you watch the movie or the if you read the book, you know what happened. So now I wanna talk about my favorite characters. So from the all the three books, um I won't be just focusing on the first one. So my top favorite character is Nikolai, and he is everyone's book boyfriend. Like I before, even before I read the book, I see so many fan art of him, and everyone is just like attracted to him for some reason. And I thought, mm, I won't like this guy because most of the time I don't really like what other people like, <clears throat> like what a lot of people like. But after reading the book, like I really, really like him. He's such a likable character. He has a sarcastic sense of humor. He's also an important figure. And like when he and Elena talk, like what he, his replies just give you butterflies. And it's not even that he's flirting. I mean, maybe he's kind of flirting, but yeah, I mean, he, is so good with his word so I really like him and my second favorite character is Mel so Mel is Alina's friend best friend as I already mentioned before and I have like a whole thing on why I like Mel and why I want Mel to be with Alina instead of the Darkling which is very controversial in the Grisha fandom because everyone shipped um, the Darkling with Alina and after I watched the movie, I watched the series first, even then I kind of like Mel, I think he's an okay guy, but I wasn't really into him. Um, I thought he was really a good fit for Alina, so I went on Instagram to look at the fan art or the video edit. I didn't see like any of it. I just see the Darkling, Darkling, Darkling everywhere. So I was like, wait, did I... Did I watch it correctly? I mean, the Darkling is a villain, right? Like, I mean, he literally just said, make me your villain and stuff. So I was a bit confused. So I am that 
one percent of the population, I guess, in the fandom that like Mel over the Darkling. And my last favorite characters are Alina and Zoya. So, considering Alina is like the main character, I would have chosen her. But I feel like she, she was um. I feel like at one point she was kind of really full of herself. I know, and considering her being the main character and being the narrator in the book, she should be. But I feel like at the same time, uh, there are so many people that she could have cared for. And I feel like I know that she knows that she has the weight of Revakan on her shoulder to save people from the fold. But at the same time, I feel like she also do it for herself in some ways. I mean, I totally, I'm totally for women who uh, put herself ahead of any man. But I feel like in some way, in her case, she was a bit selfish. Like she kind of want the power for herself, and of course this is because of the um darkling uh-huh. but I feel like she could have been a better person. And for Zoya, she's an icon. Uh, the only reason that she came last in my list of favorite character is in the book. I mean, sorry, in the movies. Like if you watch the movie, she called Alina. Like you are a da 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 trash, like this nationality. You are this one trash. Like you shouldn't be here because you are this ethnicity. Considering that Zoa is half Suli, which is also an ethnicity in Rivikan, that's a whole other story. So her calling other women that really just turned me off, I guess. But in the book, she was really good. Um, her character is very relatable and very lovable, and she's like one of the most realistic character along with Mel, because you'll see if you read the book, you'll see. I don't. I mean, I could get into all those character like detail in detail why I like them, but I won't, because this might take over like one hour, probably. So now I'm going to tell you guys like. Why I like Mel and why I prefer him, and for Alina, um, instead of Nikolai or the Darkling. So, he, I feel like Mel he loved Alina this whole time. So he's the tracker. And I said that because it was a bit confusing at first for me too, since they grew up to be friends. So I think even the reader or the Viewer of the movie and the book, we might think that it's platonic love. But the like, as soon as he met Alina, they kind of argue and stuff. After that, he made a love confession in the snow. Spoiler. I I'm I will just be like spilling, spoiler. I mean after this. So, you guys, if you guys really want to read the book, just stop this instead and just go read the books okay so if you guys don't want to read and if you just want to know the teas on shadow and bones you can continue and listen to me so he confessed to elena and he was like while you are gone like you were abducted 
as I mentioned before, he didn't know that she had power. So she, she, he was really worried for her. And then he said that like, if he uh, say something funny or if he saw something funny, scary, anything, he just want to run to her. He find himself running to her and then he sees that he's not there. She's not there. And then he just felt a hollow in his chest. And um, also he said that like Elena kind of told him that uh, I kind of may have been something something affiliated with the darkling but then he straight up said that I also like the part of you that love the darkling and he just to see um, Alina so he was a tracker he take this one tracking important job risking his life just to see Alina and when he finally see her she's like having fun with her powers and one thing I really like about him is that the words that he used are not manipulative. For the Darkling, I feel like he used so many words that are manipulative. Like, Elena is only for her. They're meant to be. And for Mel, he never used that. Instead, he used just like simple words like do this, do that. And then his conversation with Elena, when we read it, we can obviously say that they're in love. And then there's not a word that said, like, I want you for myself and stuff. You know what I mean? So that's the difference between um, Mel and Darkling. That's why I feel like it. And he left his home and his group. So in the book, I don't know if it is, if it is that serious in the movie, but in the book, when you left your group, so Alina is a math maker. So if she left her group, to be with someone, another group like Trekker or Grisha, she could get a death penalty, like obviously. But despite that, Mel, he left his post, he left his group, and then he's the best Trekker in his group, like the best of the best. That's why uh, the king, kind of not the king, the Grisha hired him to do their work because he's the best. And then after he do the work, he left his group to be with Alina and then to follow Alina and then to find what she wants. You know what I mean? And for me, I never believe in Chahu Bestie to lover before the dam. But they really give off a vibe that it's so wholesome. And then like, it's just they're perfect for each other. Like, when they're around themselves, of, of course, Elena feel like, feels excited when she's around the Darkling because they have similarities that they both have powers. And the Darkling kind of introduced her to her power. But Mel, like, they have been together since they were young. Mel kind of know who Elena is and Mel can really balance her out. The Darkling keeps saying that Elena is going to balance her and stuff. Mel and... I mean, sorry, Darkling and Alina could have been really a powerful couple. I kind of 100% agree that. But it would have been also really chaotic. Mel, on the other hand, he balances Alina. Like, when Alina kind of become too greedy, he keep her grounded. And he risks everything to be with her. And even though he keep her grounded, 
he also is very supportive of her um, power. Like he keeps saying that you need to control this. Like stop wanting this thing. I don't want to spoil it because it's a big spoiler. Stop wanting this thing. Like because if Elena have that, she will be more powerful. She will become more greedy. Stop having this thing. But Alina keeps saying that I want this. So he tracks that for her. Even though he himself, he doesn't really want her to have that. And guys, really, you guys may think like she, he is holding her down. Really, that's not it. He likes her power. He likes her power. What he doesn't like is the person who she is becoming because of her power, I guess, in a sense. Because of her power, she can kill other easily. She becomes so greedy. And I think by the second, the middle of the second book, we kind of dislike Alina. Like, I don't know for others, but me personally, I kind of dislike her because she become kind of really selfish. And Mel, in the three books, she, he was sticking with her. And Elena was in the world of Grisha, so in the world of the witches and the power. And Mel, he's just like a tracker. He doesn't have any power. He doesn't know anyone. He cannot relate to anyone because he doesn't have any power. But he was there for Elena all this time. He always stays beside her. And another reason I chose Mel over the Darkling and Nikolai is that... Nikolai, he's in his um, 20s, I guess. The Darkling, he is like in his hundreds. While Mel and Alina, we have to keep in mind that Mel and Alina is 17, 18, that age. While the Darkling is like 100 years old. That's kind of creepy. And, um, I mean, let's just think about teenage boys for a moment. I have never seen teenage boys who are that nice, like Mel, reality in real in real life, um, and who can sacrifice and give their life for something they don't believe in, but something their loved one believe in. You know what I mean? So maybe I'm getting too deep with this Mel character, but I feel like he's so underrated. And even he said that if he had nothing he will end up uh giving his life and that does not age well because i mean we kind of know what happens in the end and here's the thing about nikolai and darkin nikolai for him right now i feel like he is better off alone and nikolai i think the reason he liked alina or he proposed to her to be his queen is because of politic and what she could do because of her power the same go with darkling the darkling he keeps uh he's very manipulative and he she, he keep gaslighting her i don't know why people cannot see that and then what the darkling do, do with jina which is another of my favorite character is really kind of unforgivable for me he kind of used her to go to the king and poison the king by using her body. So for me, that is just a no, 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 no for me. So don't get me wrong. I actually 
really hate the king. Like, we can clearly see that he's very manipulative. And he only wants her for her power. Like, if a sun summoner, like what Alina is, if a sun summoner is a 40-year-old guy, he would still seduce that guy. You know what I mean? He only wanted Alina because of her power. But in the end, so we kind of see the background story of the Darkling. So in the movie, um, we saw that he lost someone he loves. That's why he turned very evil and bad. But in the book, it was because of his mother, which for me, I kind of, at that point, I kind of sympathized with him. And in the fold, um, when they were together, all the Darkling and Elena, when they all were together, I feel like the loneliness he felt, Darkling felt, like at that point, I think he knew that he had no one in the last chapter of the book. And I think at that point, everything crumbled for him. I feel like if he would have been just a little bit nicer, if he would have seen Alina for who she is, not her power. So for Mel, Mel really know Alina, who Alina is without her power. But for the Darkling, he just know the version of Alina with her power, not who she really is. And if he had just loved Alina for herself, I think Alina would have chose and be with him also. And I think at the end, Alina kind of, I kind of, I don't want to say forgive, but Alina kind of understand the darkling and then she doesn't resent the darkling anymore because she herself has that power. And she kind of knows the situation that the Darkling is in. Except that people believed in her and she had friends while the Darkling didn't have friends. I don't know why people ship Alina with Darkling. Because in the movies, even in the movies, um, the author and the director, they gave the Darkling a background story. And the author, she said that the reason she gave Darkling a background story in the movie is to see, like, what he is as a person, to give him a little bit of personality, what make him a villain, not what make him likable. So his background story is not supposed to make him likable or be an excuse for his action. But of course, we know why he did what he did by creating that thing we know why he did what he did but at the same time it was no excuse uh, i think the author really want to point out that he is a manipulative and gaslighting toxic character that's it so that is all for this week i think that was a lot um yeah i think that was a lot if you listen till the end um I will be here for you always. I mean, I love you already if you listen till the end. Um, if you want to discuss about it, feel free to DM me uh, because I'm very passionate about it. And yeah, I cannot wait for the series to come out in season, I mean, next year, season two. Uh, the reason I forget to say this, the most important thing, in the 
series, a movie series. There's Inaj, Kaz, Jasper, uh, which are the character of the crows, which is a different book. So they're actually separate books. They're sequels, but at the same time, they're not kind of they're related, but not also related that much. So I am also planning to read the Six of Crows, and we'll see about that. I am also planning to have an episode. Uh, about just book reviews, it won't be as detailed as this. I'll just say, is it good or not? But this is what I love. So, yeah. So this week advice session, I won't be taking it from any post or quote. It's from myself, Kazia the genius. So this week advice is. When you are feeling low, just do anything that you love, whether it is watching movie, reading, or anything that you love. Like, what would you do if money wasn't a problem? So, if money wasn't a problem, I would probably lay my in my bed all day and read. But of course, we have to work, right? So, just if you need to take a break, if your body is telling you to take a break, just take a break. And then do what you love, and because I said it, I'm going to give it a ten out of ten, and I'm going to balance it in my life. That is all for today. Thank you for listening till the end, and have a great day.